am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Eighty-five percent of the teenagers in high school have been exposed to hardcore Satanism. Jesus wants me to live an abundant human life. Satan's pretty cool. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fake Ritual. Your guide to pop culture and the occult. I'm your host, Lucas Sloppy, and with me today is my friend, writer, VHS collector, and returning guest, Caleb Pass. Hello, Caleb. Yeah. Hi, Lucas. Thanks for having me back on. Hell yeah. Uh, Good to be back. So, you have been, you're a VHS collector, and you've been doing a little more with that, uh, especially mm-hmm. across the social medias. So tell the fakers at home about Fleshpot Theater. Mm, gladly. Um, so Fleshpot Theater is a lot of basically on the surface level, kind of just showing off the tapes that I have and am collecting um, right now and getting both like the look at the box art, which is like one of my favorite things about the whole collection is just the, the box itself and what it looks like. Which can be for better or for worse. Sometimes it looks you get some awesome looking box art and the movie's total trash. Yeah. <laughs> looks nothing like that at all. Um it's that and just showing a lot of like random clips and things like that from tape that I'm enjoying at the time or or things that I think people that like who like this sort of thing will get a kick out of seeing or, you know, enjoy the presentation of the content with that. But um the Fleshpot Theater really is like a big celebration of, you know, like the weird, strange, occult you know, cult-like, low-budget, independent cinema kind of thing. Um, you really have to, like, dig around and find, like, the good stuff and um, celebrate that, in a sense. And it also comes from um, uh, our friend Robbie, who you remember. Yes. Um, Robbie started – my friend Robbie started something uh, years ago, I think in, like, 2011 or something. Or No, I'm sorry, my God. Um, out of college or something like that around that time. And he called it Fleshpot Theater. Oh, okay, like yes. Every Friday or Saturday, he'd have a bunch of us over, and he would find weird, strange movies that none of us had ever heard of, and we would just watch and laugh our asses off, and that was Fleshpot Theater. So I still want to keep that kind of vibe going for it. And that was like, you know, I remember we saw like Legend of Boggy Creek. That was one that we watched one time, like weird, like Mondo Kane stuff. Yeah, um, there's, they're so good. Uh, f- bad movies like that are so good in a group. Yes, that's where it's a blast. And yeah. um, I remember, um, I think that's where a lot of us saw The Room for the first time. Oh, yeah, Tommy was a copy so. of that. Yeah. And it was like, you know, what the fuck is this shit? It's like slapping <laughs> your ass off. Yeah. Um, I feel bad one, for people who are too, or they just can't watch bad movies. There definitely are people that just like, they don't understand that. Yeah, it's good. It's, yeah, it's there's something strange about it. I don't know what it is. We can get more. We'll get more into that, obviously. Yes. The, well, that kind of thing. Perfect transition into our topic for today. Mm. Yeah, we were getting a little too close to it, but today we are talking <laughs> about shot on video horror, not yes. to be confused with direct to video, although yes. uh, it is very similar. But uh, just to kind of let the listeners know what shot on video horror is i found a 
a pretty comprehensive description here that I pulled from uh, the Museum of Arts and Design website, a New York oh. City-based website, I guess. Uh, they had had or have had, you know, showings of these types of movies. Okay, uh, yeah. And this, this write-up here uh, is pretty good, and then we'll just, you know, add to it as we see mm-hmm. fit. But it says here, the direct-to-video market not only allowed more opportunities for creating and distributing breakthrough cinematic works, but it also fostered the creation of a new chapter in, and I appreciate this term, trashter pieces... <laughs> a genre of camp cinema that celebrates spectacular failures in traditional filmmaking techniques. Yes. <laughs> Affordable home video equipment, i.e. camcorders and Super 8, uh, mm. and an ever-expanding home viewing market paved the way for a slew of aspiring filmmakers. This created a, once again, another term I like that they use, this created a backyard Hollywood movement in which yeah. many striving artists and opportunistic businessmen could capture and release their visions on video. So yeah, yep. from that, Caleb, what yeah, what is shot on video horror uh beyond that? Yeah. I would say I like the it's right at the end there, it was um someone's vision. Yes. It's, it's, that, that's that's to me is a really important word for uh shot on video, especially projects like that, like low budget personal projects. And it's really just someone's yeah, vision. Either they were influenced by something or they saw something, or they just want to make a movie, and the shot on video genre is where you can do that with a very almost non-existent budget. Yes, yeah, a lot of them. Uh, it's interesting to see. I was trying to look into the history of it, and it really does seem to kind of come out of the drive-through movies of the seventies. Yeah, seems to have exposed people more to those low-budget films. Probably mm-hmm. like we've all experienced. You see a movie, and you're like. I could make a movie better than yes, that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then with the advent of, you know, affordable video cameras mm-hmm. uh, in the 80s and VCRs and such, people really could make, you yeah. know, put their money where their mouth is. And exactly, yeah. Come make up with these stuff. trashter pieces. I like a lot of that. A lot of like the labels like the trash, sleaze. Oh, yeah. Um, that whole genre. That's And that's, there's a lot of overlap with shot on video, um, that yeah. kind of thing. and. It's every article I read uh, about shot on video horror always goes back and forth between panning the uh, the movie, you know, just be like, oh, this is terrible. The editing's terrible. You can't hear anything in this movie. The acting yeah. is awful. And then going right to the other side of being like, it was the best movie I've ever seen. Right. I've never had so much fun yeah. watching it. Like, you know, the filmmaker really just like was obviously having a good time and just yeah. was. Uh, there's you know. almost never any in between. It's yeah. either like this is why no one likes horror anymore, like mm-hmm. reviews, or it's like this is genius level, like you know, made from scratch kind of thing. And you see a lot of cool like creativity too that comes from shot on video because you don't have a budget to do, you know, how are you gonna make a house explode? You have to figure Ace. out a way. Yeah, innovation. How to, how to look. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it forces that hand a lot of the times, which is that's what all of that magic is. That's what I. Yeah. I like. uh, yeah. This I was trying to think. You know. Uh, and I'm trying to do this more in the future with topics on the episode. Why are we talking about this? Especially oh, yeah. on like a pop culture occult podcast, you know, occult from the one aspect, if it covers occult things, but also just kind of like maybe in a bigger sense, like what, uh, what is the, as you said, the magic of mm-hmm. this topic? And 
I was thinking for shot on video horror, the magic really does kind of come from the do it yourself uh, approach in this sort of uh, fuck authority. You know, I'm just right. going to do it myself and whatever. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> and and I thought of this this morning and tell me how you feel about this. Talent can sometimes get in the way of doing something that really has that sort of pure creativity, that childlike approach to something. And yeah. that's what you get from these is they're not really held back by this is how you're supposed to do it. And this right. is what is good. They're just kind of trying and you get right. to see their attempt yeah. for better or for worse. Exactly. I, I like that too. That's almost, I think some, sometimes talent can make you almost too like cocky with your view and like, oh, we can just do it this way because I can do it. Da, da, da. I think, you know, going back, like it forced you to be more creative to like, it, you can't be lazy with it. It's funny because it's, it, it is kind of a lazy presentation, you know, was shot on video because it just seems that way. But there's a lot of like smaller, I don't know, there's small details need to be worked out. And, and when they don't work out, it almost makes it funnier as the viewer. Oh, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> so for, there's still like a charm or an endearment that goes. Yes. Charm, with it. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there's this earnestness as well that comes through. Just that yeah, they're, it's like they love it is. They love horror movies. They love movies. Why else would they be making this unless they are completely deluded into thinking that they're going to make money? <laughs> that's that's a good point too. That was something that I was thinking about as well. Where you know, I, I know there can be examples can be set for anything, but um, a lot of like you know, not the backyard Hollywood, but the main Hollywood mainstream stuff. A lot of things exist just to make money and. You know, and it's obvious when you see like soft reboots or whatever, or yeah. things are just like, I know what this is. You know, you know what it is going into it. And with the low budget stuff, like, why else are you making this? Because you're not making a profit on this. You made it because you had an idea. If anything, and you it's get some friends together. It's yeah, and like <laughs> something you might break out when some friends are over. And be like, remember the shit we made and that my friends and I made movies, you know, like that in high school and middle school and like, um, we still laugh at them, but like, I don't go and show them off to too many yeah, people. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. But we had a blast making them and, you know, and coming up with cool ideas. Like, I remember we did like a, like a hard boiled detective, you know, kind of movie. And I was a guy that had to get shot in the head, like in one okay. of the scenes. It was like, how do we do this? And it was like a condom, fake blood, and a firecracker and just stick it to the back of like near my head and just like shoot that real quick and then light the fuse and like film that, try to edit around it. Yeah. And it kind of works and it was just fun. It was like, here, here it comes. Like, what's it going to look like? How's it going <laughs> to come out? And that whole, like that rush of it. So I think it's on both sides too, uh, both sides making it, being a part of that process and then seeing the uh, end result. Cause it's just like, it's just so, I don't know, <laughs> strange and goofy. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah.
I created a quiz here uh, to test your knowledge oh. uh, of the genre. I guess you could call it a genre or of the okay, yeah. community, whatever you want to call lifestyle, it. lifestyle, man. I have 10 questions here. Not 10 questions, 10 taglines from okay. Shot on Video Horror Movies. Uh, and then I have a list of four movies, and you will be picking from the list of four which is the movie to match the tagline. Okay. And keep in mind that every title I have listed is a real name of <laughs> a shot on video horror movie. That's also uh, another pro to the genre is all the crazy titles oh, for the movies. They're, just, they're completely literal or makes no sense. <laughs> all right. But are you ready? Kayla Pass. Fleshpot Theater. Fleshpot Theater gonna... is checking in. Checking in. All right. <laughs> tagline one. Conceived by a lunatic. Hatched within a human womb. Is this the tagline too? Shock chamber? Pieces of darkness? Savage vengeance? Or things? Oh. I'll go with things. You got it. It's things. (laughs) An impotent husband with a fanatical desire to father children forces his wife to undergo a dangerous experiment. This results in the birth of a multitude of monstrous things. <laughs> <laughs> All shot in that one apartment. Yeah, I watched <laughs> this, and this was... It was pretty bad. It was pretty it's pretty bad. hard. It's hard, hard parts to sit through. Yeah, it's... the wor- For me, a bad movie, like, a real bad movie, is a boring movie. And unfortunately, yes. I thought this had, had some boring It's moments. got some bore to it, yeah. But... I think if you're into the genre, you got to watch it. You still got to watch things, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, question two. Not question two, tagline. God damn it. Oh. Uh, oh God, here we go with the puns. <laughs> it can happen to anyone. Kin is spelled K-I-N. Oh, okay. <laughs> is this the tagline too? Suffer, little children. Phantom brother. Hellspawn. Or, and this title is so stupid, Possibly in Michigan. <laughs> that could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horror movie, I guess. Horror, yeah. Um, Phantom Brother? You got it, Phantom yes. Brother. That one was a, I shouldn't have spelled kin for you. Too easy. That's, yeah, that helped. And I've seen, I actually watched that one like last week or two weeks ago, something okay. like that. Randomly, yeah, I, so. A teenager, it's like, what do you think Phantom Brother's about? A teenager is left orphaned by a car crash that wipes out his entire family. He is subsequently haunted by his dead brother. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Wow, how original. Uh, All right. Tagline three. Earth was just an appetizer. Is this alien beasts, the burning moon, feeders, or attack of the Hideopoid? That is feeders. That is feeders. Ding, ding, ding. Feeders three. is great. <laughs> uh, yeah, two friends on a road trip pass through a town where aliens are landing and feeding upon some of the civilians. Yeah, highly recommended. Great cover, too. It's like this this alien face, <laughs> but the the reflection of the eyes are is a screaming is a screaming woman. Yeah, like it's very subtle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, feeders too. It just isn't that. The like gainer feeders, isn't that like a fetish thing? You know, <laughs> it you, is, yeah. Batting someone up. I think there's a TLC show on that somewhere. But. Wow, yeah. <laughs> uh, tagline four: In your dreams, no one hears you scream. 
is this. Dream Stalker, Scream Dream, Twisted Illusions, or Video Violence? Video Violence. It is Dream Stalker. Oh! After her boyfriend Ricky is killed in a motocross accident, Brittany has dreams of him as Dead Ricky, a burned-up killer <laughs> who dispatches all those who get between his undead love for her. But when her friends start getting offed, it might not be a dream after all. Oh, no. <laughs> Dead Ricky. Uh, all I right. love that. So, uh, Dead Ricky. Dead Ricky, yeah. Very original. <laughs> right uh, up there with uh, Leatherface, Jason. You know, my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, question five. Tagline five. Damn me. Boom. They commanded Max to rise from the grave. He was only following orders. Is this... Terror Eyes, Zombie Rampage, Shrek, mm. or Violent Shit? Oh, I think it's Terror Eyes. It's a total guess. But it's Shrek. Is it Shrek? <laughs> Shrek spelled S-H-R-E-C-K. Yes. <laughs> Roger, Neil, and Mike are horror movie fans who have a mock seance to bring Nazi psycho Max Shrek back from the dead unfortunately the seance works and shrek wreaks havoc in our time <laughs> just that was the, shrek sh yeah i was like what <laughs> shrek how could they know tagline six you just might get blood on you mm. is this cards of death blood cult gorgasm or shadows of blood is it Blood Cult? It's Blood Cult. Yeah. Female students on a college campus are being killed and their body parts used for blood sacrifices. That's it. I think it was one of the uh, like first like direct home to video shot on video horror, like a big name. Okay, yeah. I There's watched, some history to that one, yeah. I watched the trailer for it. It looks pretty decent. It looks fun. It's cool, yeah. Like a lot of very, you know, secret cults and all that. Mm-hmm. All right, you uh, you have four points at this point. All right. And uh, tagline seven. We got three more taglines here. When madness and death are only the beginning. Is this the soul tangler, night feeder, the newly deads, or Las Vegas bloodbath? Night feeder? The soul tangler. Ah. Oh. Soul Tangler. <laughs> a crazy scientist called Anton Lupesky develops a drug called Anforium, which makes the soul leave the body and enter any corpse with eyes. It affects the nerve center, causing madness as a side effect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds pretty sweet. I, I would watch that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, soul Tangler. Soul Tangler. Yeah. It sounds like some yeah shitty dance move. <laughs> yeah. Do the Soul Tangler. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> All right, tagline eight, Otis is back and he's hungry. Is this Trash Cans of Terror, Death Row Diner, Black River Monster, or The Ripper? Black River Monster? Death Row Diner, baby. Ah, I must pick that one first. A wealthy Hollywood tycoon is framed for murder and sent to the electric chair without the customary last dinner. Years later, he comes back <laughs> looking for revenge. <laughs> I relate. 
Sign me up. Yeah, I'm always that's uh, a, some petty revenge. And that's a question I'm always asking people: What would be your last meal? And to be denied my last yeah. meal, which would probably just be a bag of chipped ham, <laughs> uh, would make me come back for revenge. What yeah. would your last meal be? Ah, man, it'd probably be some breakfast stuff from McDonald's. Oh, okay. Can never okay. beat that. I also, yeah, it's good to eat something that gives you a really bad stomach ache as well. So you're like, oh, man, (laughs) please kill me, kill me. (laughs) All right, two more taglines. The door to hell swings both ways. Is this the tower, crystal force, blind faith, or cemetery sisters? Cemetery sisters? Crystal force. Damn. At John's funeral, a seemingly kind old man stands near his widow, Hope. He is the master of the crystal, possessor of its light and terror. Hope accepts Hope accepts the crystal in good faith, praying it contains new age love powers. But she has gravely Ooh. miscalculated. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> that one sounds cool, too. I like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, finishing weak here, but whatever. Uh, that's I'm all right. about some pretty good titles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, this tagline here <laughs> is very, so fake ritual, so edgelord. Oh, I love it. Okay. God hates you. <laughs> is this Satan's Get storybook, mine. twisted issues, shatter dead or survival earth? Twisted issues. Shatter dead. Ah, a depressing tale about a world of the undead and a woman's trek to get home to her boyfriend's house. I would have not expected that. (laughs) Synopsis. The other title was even heaven has no room now, which I think is like a reference to Night of the Living Dead Dead, or yeah, Dawn of the Dead when hell runs out of room. Hell is full. Yeah, there's the dead will walk (laughs) the earth. That's so funny. Even heaven. Yeah, it doesn't have room now. Like what? That doesn't make any sense. Like God's yeah. up there, like oh, I don't know. It's I just fire hazard guys. Yeah, yeah there's too know. many people. Uh, well, yeah, you got four out of ten, but uh, that's all right. It's tricky. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, I I made up that quiz, and I think I think uh, I think I did like, especially good. too with a lot of those wacky ass titles. It's like this could be anything. This Violent shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> and there's four of those. There's four of those fucking <laughs> movies. <laughs> oh man. One of the strangest series of crimes in recorded history took place on a small Midwestern college campus. Each victim was a sorority co-ed. Debbie, was that you? Are you still awake? Each time the killer struck, he mutilated his victim. He took one of her body parts and then left a golden amulet near the body. And the only clue, the story of an ancient witch cult of dog worshippers though to be long dead, known only as the Blood Cult. Brothers and sisters, welcome. Could a witch cult begun in 1700 be active today? Could it be killing co-eds? And why? So Caleb, you, uh... 
you did pick this topic. You helped me settle on this topic. So, you know, why don't you share with the fakers at home one of your favorite shot on video movies? Oh, gladly. Um, the one that I picked, and the, this is one that I uh, thought of you once I watched this a um, couple of months ago. It's called The Abomination. Um, it's from 1986. The, it's a, about a kid named or a guy named Cody. And um, I don't think his mom has a name. Um, but basically, um, his mom is like super into this, um, evangelical, like TV preacher, uh, named, <laughs> the brother fog, brother fog. Yeah, yeah. Brother fog. And, um, she watches him all day and he's just, he's your classic, you know, con artist preacher. And she claims that this tumor that she has, uh, just, there's always scenes of her smoking, like chain smoking the mom. And, um, he, this Cody leaves to go out with his friends or whatever, his girlfriend, and his mom keeps like coughing. And it's this tumor that she has in her throat. And, um, the doctor can't do anything about it. Her doctor, she seems as like he's like useless. <laughs> yeah. And it gets to a point where she, she like coughs the tumor up. And like, I think she calls, yeah, she calls the preacher at some point and is like, you know, it, it worked. Like your, your prayer worked through the TV and everything. Um, and then, and this is, this is, we'll get the, this happens a lot with a lot of these movies is, there's the continuity is not very important uh-uh. with a lot of things. Even so this one of... begins with the trailer. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> I like if you watch this movie when you turn it on, the first ten minutes are just every kill scene. Yeah, every like every cool thing that happens in the movie is in this trailer in the very beginning, and then the movie starts. So you yeah, just saw everything. <laughs> uh, listeners, you can find this on YouTube. Yes, uh, it's so on YouTube. If you want to watch before Caleb spoils it for you, although shot on video, I feel like spoilers are just not <laughs> not a thing. <laughs> not a thing. Yeah. But spoiler alert here on out, I guess, if you're yeah. going to check this out. Um, yeah, The Abomination, 1986, hour and 40 minutes. And, um, but basically, this tumor is, again, they don't really go into this, but this tumor like is alive and she coughs it up into the garbage cough the thing, thing up and she's trying to get a hold of the doctor and, and and meanwhile um cody is out with his friends and his girlfriend and all they do in this movie is drink and drive basically <laughs> they're in their trucks just yeah. chugging beer it's right. <laughs> handing yeah. beers from the windows pouring <laughs> beer on each other too like yeah <laughs> just stuff's happening everyone waves to them like mm-hmm. this is normal um which so then cody gets home and finds out that the you know tumor that his mom caught the tumor up but that he can't find the tumor now i think cuz he threw the trash out already or something like that yeah, he was like the tumor was in the, yeah. the bag earlier and she like checks if the cat got it the mm-hmm. mom <laughs> the cat's just like meowing but um and then all of a sudden cody starts coughing and he has this bad cough now like his mom had when she had the tumor and he's coughing blood up and everything and he eventually coughs up this tumor and in his bedroom and instead of just like throwing it away or anything, if you were to find, if I were to cough something up like that, I would be calling the doctor, uh-huh. or, like something. He hides it under his bed, uh-huh. like it's like it's drugs or something. <laughs> he tucks it in there, and then pretty soon, like this energy that's coming from the tumor, this evil tumor, is affecting him and making him. Oh, it's like possessing him. Yes, and it makes him want to do evil things. And um, he doesn't really he doesn't really understand it at first. He's like, I know, I just feel weird. I feel sick. A lot of coughing. So, yeah. A lot of coughing. Lot, lot in of the coughing. COVID era, I was just watching it like, <laughs> this takes on a completely new level of back. horror. I was like, jeez, dude, yeah. stop coughing so much. That is a dry cough. Yeah, that, that's true. There's tons of coughing. He's in his room for a very long time coughing. Mm-hmm. And Cody eventually leaves. 
Uh, he sneaks out the back door or the back window of his room. She doesn't have to see anybody and leaves. And this is where he's like possessed now. Yeah. And I think, I believe he's like talking to himself. Like I knew I had to do something. Mm-hmm. Like I knew what I was going to do. And he goes to, I believe it's his, it's his friend's girlfriend's house. And so, and whenever he's in evil mode, Cody is wearing a, a oh. nice button up yeah. <laughs> blue shirt and a nice ray band yeah. <laughs> glasses. Just he looks de- cool. And very deadpan. Uh, yeah emotionless yep very stoic looking like robotic and he comes to the house and the girl's like oh you know i'll call your mom or whatever and tell him you're here and she goes in the kitchen and he a very vicious scene like grabs her from behind and cody starts cutting her throat open yeah Um, i think that's what a lot of these movies have as well because of the low quality of the film i think sometimes that adds to the the horror of the scene because it looks yeah. too real. It looks like a camcorder <laughs> capturing a, a, a murder. Yeah, it, it looks like someone's filming someone else getting murdered yeah, in their home. And I think a lot of it too, like, you know, this isn't like anti-Hollywood rant, but you know, Hollywood, you, you can afford to do a lot of flashy cuts and sequences and, yeah. you know, you don't have to, you don't have to put a camera on a tripod and show someone getting stabbed a million uh-huh. times, you know, but in this type of movie, you have to, that's what you do. Yeah. It just stays on this shot of this person getting their we already got sawed off. We're gonna take probably like <laughs> one take because the we had yep we have one shirt that thought. you can wear and it's covered <laughs> in fake blood now. So exactly, that's this is it. all we can do. Yeah, so do it right. And this kind of kicks off his like killing spree for the movie. Um, he takes the body back to his place, but um, I love. The, and it was, this is kind of cool too. So the next day when Cody wakes up, he doesn't remember what he did. Mm-hmm. And so Cody's getting ready, his day ready, he's eating breakfast. And then it cuts back to the bedroom and like the skeleton just like rolls out. Yeah. <laughs> from beneath the bed and the monster chewed it all up. He had to feed the monster the tumor under the bed. Yeah. And, and that's it's, like what it demands. He's also been the whole while throwing up more tumors and placing yeah. them throughout the house, which they've all been growing into bigger and bigger monsters that's right it's very little shop of horrors it is definitely he's gotta feed this thing and um yeah and that's 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 right the the tumor keeps reproducing somehow and inside of himself so he's in any place that he puts this tumor it grows as it would and grows teeth and it looks like a big mouth basically and the one under under his bed's like real big because he put Mm -hmm. the whole body under there and it's just this like chewed up it was like a fatality from mortal Kombat. yes skeleton just laying there (laughs) And he's like, he drops his cereal because he's always freaking out because he sees what <laughs> happened now. Um, that actually made me grossed out. Like all that cereal going into the carpet, and just uh, like yeah. all that milk and shit. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> but um, what you really are waiting for in this movie, which is probably the, my favorite part, is when the whole house has become pretty much alive. Where all, there's all these puppets and these monster puppets like inside the stove. In, inside the, that big one in the cabinet, mm-hmm. um, and the scene where Cody returns and feeds his mother to the monster yes. in the kitchen. Um, her hands are getting cut off, and she's scre- a lot of screaming, a lot of screaming, forever and ever yes. and ever. Yes, I, 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 had to, I had to turn it down after a while. It's too too much, um, but it really just lets it rip. And I would say, like, if if you want to get into like the shot on video horror, and you want like some good, you know, I think I saw this referred to a splat stick. In some <laughs> okay, <laughs> some yeah. way, um, do you, I highly recommend this one. Uh, the it's just it's a for how gory it, it gets, it's still a lot of fun. With I just the the puppets I love, like the big monster with the teeth and the tentacles, mm-hmm. and it's hissing the whole time. It's always like. <laughs> 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 uh, 
I at least wanted to point out uh, just kind of uh, fake ritual, you know, maybe a cult connection. I yeah. love that it's it's called the abomination because of a passage in Revelations about the whore oh. of Babylon giving birth oh, to right. the abomination. Who yes, like that's who right. Takes who I forget the 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 verse, the Bible verse, something about like it spreads degradation or something like that. And yeah. you come to find that that's sort of what is happening. His mother is the whore of Babylon and she births yes. the abomination. And now it's like spreading throughout the land, which I just it's thought was, fault. A, was a cool, like we were saying earlier with shot on video stuff, some interesting plot choices and stuff that I feel you wouldn't get if you, if people weren't just kind of doing whatever they thought. Right. Like interesting takes on horror uh, cliches. Yes. Yeah. And that's, I'm glad you reminded me of that too, because that does come up a lot, the, especially the phrase the horror of Babylon, mm-hmm. um, which I always laugh once I hear someone saying that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so funny to me. And now we return you to Brother Fog. I'll be teaching from the book of Revelation. I'm talking about the horror of Babylon, the mother of abomination that will make everything desolate. This plague will be upon you very soon, so you'd better be listening. In those days, there will be great mourning and gnashing of teeth. Men will bury themselves and pull great stones upon themselves and beg the Lord to die but they will be unable to die. And we didn't get to it, uh, which is fine, but I did want to give the listeners my recommendation. You know, we got the abomination from you, uh, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to recommend to them uh, 1987's Tales from the Quad Dead Zone. Uh, yeah, made by filmmaker Chester Novell Turner. This is kind of a famed VHS uh, in the VHS collector scene. You know, it's like gone for $2,000 or something. It's like super rare, yeah. But it is available on Tubi right now, T-U-B-I. Yes. Uh, you got to watch it with ads, but pretty easy to get through. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, the ads. But I just <laughs> want to recommend this because I think it really showcases what shot on video horror is all about and that it is so technically awful it is poorly <laughs> edited poorly acted uh audio is terrible the stories don't really make sense but it is so charming and so like warm it has this kind of quality yeah. to it that just makes me feel good mm-hmm. uh but yeah i just wanted to let the listeners know check out tales from the quad ed zone after you watch uh or maybe right before you watch the abomination because it's only i think an hour long i think it's yeah well caleb thank you for being on the show again yeah, always a blast always a blast well yeah anything you want to promote any way for the fakers to follow you um i would definitely promote fleshpot theater all are welcome in fleshpot theater um you can get that on instagram all one word or TikTok, again, all one word. TikTok, I just put up like 30-second clips of just a random part of a movie that I'm watching or had filmed with my phone or something that night. Um, but uh, Instagram is a lot more fun. I kind of do a little pl- backstory, you know, quick review from Fleshpot 
and you know rank it one out of five flesh pots at, at the end. But um, yeah, definitely check it out. And probably going to be putting up a lot more shot on video horror um on that account coming up. So keep an eye if you want to see more of that stuff. Sweet. And yeah, we'll have to do in the future if we can figure out the tech aspects of it, some sort of like online movie viewing or something. I feel like with these, yeah, there's no copyright for these shot on video like, movies. Hell so no, it's no. Like, we could totally do <laughs> yeah. that without. These people can't afford lawyers. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if anything, it's going to just like help them, you know. Yeah. Some get, exposure. Get more exposure. Uh, but. You can follow us uh, on Instagram at Fake Ritual, and please, please, please uh, rate, review, and subscribe. You can rate on Spotify now. All it is is a click on a star. Uh, it helps a lot from what I'm told, and I check it every day, and nobody else has clicked it, and I'm starting to get a little <laughs> mad at you guys because I'm sensitive, okay? It's the cancer yeah. in me. Go out there and give it one star. Just tank the whole thing. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I mean, uh, even that. At least it's something. Just at don't least. tank this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Caleb, would you like to join me in sending the fakers off with a warm, go fake yourselves? I would love to. Okay, I'll count it down. We've got three, two, one. Go, go fake, fake yourself. yourself. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs>